Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to Edwards Weekly Edwards Insiders, the 45th. It's going to be the additional comment from uh, Tokugawa-san. And uh, Tokugawa-san, could, could you please start okay. our like extra yes. session? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank you, Oksana. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, sorry I couldn't make it last Monday. Uh, uh, I am so, so many things are happening, so I don't remember where I was. But here I am now, and that's what matters, I guess. So um, for wrapping up, uh, as this is the year-end, the real year-end session, and uh, from last week, I've been wrap trying to wrap up what I have been talking about so far about Tokugawa Japan. And um, the probably uh, the mo one of the most important questions is uh, what was the Tokugawa regime actually? How could you uh, characterize it? So most people, uh, you well, the majority used to call this a feudal regime, you know, so like a medieval Europe. But uh, recently, it's it, it, now people are coming to understand that it's similar, more similar to, let's say, Bourbon France or Tudor Britain. So, I mean, Tokugawa uh, shogunate started uh, was uh, was established on sixteen o three. So you see that roughly coincides with the uh, what the death of Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth the first, and uh, shortly after, uh, France uh, becomes well reunified after a civil war and then germany falls into chaos and russia uh i think the romanovs come to power in the uh, first half of the uh, 17th century and then uh in china the Man manchu dynasty so uh all the major uh, and and also very interestingly uh the pilgrim fathers reached the east shores of the new new world and uh, north north america so roughly the uh, major players of today's world took started to form in roughly the same period, and so uh, so but and then the Japanese the Japanese ruling class of Tokugawa Japan called the system Hokeng, which is translated to uh, well feudalism. But uh, the two are very different. Uh, uh, Hokeng is originally a Chinese word, and this is uh, where uh, there is more local autonomy. And uh, and uh, and in contrast is Gunken, and this would be like the uh, French system, so much more centralized. Uh, namely, the governors would be appointed by the emperor, and Hoken, the governors are more hereditary, and Japan was following that model, but uh, it was more centralized than it seems. Uh, you see, all the local lords, the daimyo, uh, and and their fiefs. They were once regarded as quasi-independent political units, but uh, as of late, uh, we see much more unity there. So it was a centralized and unified system. It's just that the movement of ordinary folk and low-ranking samurai, uh, or no, well, all the samurai, so you see, movement of people uh, was severely limited. So you get this image of small independent units but they were interdependent and there was controlled movement of people so it's sui generis there's nothing like this and not nothing like this anywhere in the world because uh tokuga japan the shogunate was built on an ad hoc basis there is no political theory there uh and it is something we had only the chinese model but the chinese model is suitable for a very flat terrain uh, which barely existed in Japan uh, at the beginning of the 17th century. So we tried to modify and modify, and then we ended up with something that works, but is, was very hard to explain. 
And one reason the Tokugawa shogunate fell so easily was that because no one could justify its existence. And no one could explain what they were doing or uh, whatever they understood as the uh, truth behind they could not say. Uh, yes. So, and then which brings, so uh, they, people called it Hokeng, which is translated as feudal, but it was more an absolutist uh, system, closer to a uh, the Bourbon kings like Louis XIV and so on, but without any war. Uh, that was very fortunate for us. Uh, so, and and then what was the effect of the long peace? Uh, this is another very important question. Is that okay? So, in the period between 1600 and uh, well 1860, let's say, uh, most powers of the world uh, were constantly fighting. Uh, the uh, North American colonists were conquering their continent. And this is uh, not very well known, surprisingly, was that the Manchus were fighting the Mongols throughout the uh, 18th century. A hundred year war and the Mongols were decimated. You know, So you look at Mongol today, the population is only 6 million and uh, it's very large. Uh, it's like half of Western, Western Europe for such a tiny population, but uh, it doesn't look like uh, the people who once ruled half the world. Now this is because uh, it really became very close to genocide by the Manchus. So the Chinese are rightly ashamed of talking about this. Uh, so. But in Japan, there was movement of people to the north, but it was a very peaceful process. And no war means no theft, no large-scale theft from other nations. You know, think of the British. So uh, the Japanese built a distinct culture where people are used to working to achieve their ends. So that's why we were such poor colonizers in Korea and in Manchuria. Uh, people, especially the Chinese who lived in Manchuria, were wondering that why the Japanese... Uh, well, worked so hard themselves to build up a colony. No slave labor there. So that is one legacy of Tokugawa Japan. And I think that legacy uh, persists to this day. And then uh, finally, so is this a traditional society? Uh, no, it is probably the beginning of modernity in Japan. Because all the traditional elements of rule, uh, namely the authority of the emperor and his blood uh, was pretty much destroyed by Toyotomi Hideyoshi. So Tokugawa Ieyasu had to uh, pick up the pieces of the traditional society that there was before that, and then put them together so it looks familiar to people, uh, but uh, and then make a machine that operated completely differently uh, from what was there before. And But they well, Ieyasu and his advisors went through great pains to make it look like another samurai dynasty, like the two that existed before, the Kamakura and the Muromachi. Uh, but the reality was very different. Uh, the, the samurai lords, most of them were acutely conscious that they were ordinary people. They did; they were not of imperial blood, uh, so they're closer to commoners. Uh, so, in the sense that the uh, politicians were acting a lot in front of their subjects, I think made uh, Tokugawa Japan, uh, well, well, that is probably the definition of a modern state, where the rulers are aware that uh, the people are watching them, and therefore have to always act, behave well, you know, so this was never the case before in Japan.
Okay, so uh, if you understand, so therefore, uh, for these reasons, if you understand Tokugawa Japan, then you understand Japan today. And uh, that, I think, is the conclusion for this year. Okay, thank you very much, Oksana. And uh, see you next year. No, see you? Well, let's, well, you'll hear from me next year again. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tokawa-san. And, uh, you know, it's a small session, but I will. I want to ask you, how was this year for you? And uh, mm -hmm. what do you think, like, the start of Edovars and everything? What is sure. your reflections? Yes, yes. Uh, if you look at the graphics, uh, you'd be truly, I think you are really mm -hmm. amazed. You know, uh, among the great historical cities of the world, probably uh, Tokyo has the least resemblance to its forebears, which is the city of Edo. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, so many samurai drama and uh, samurai movies, uh, well, with taking place in the Edo Tokugawa period have been produced, but you never see the camera moving from above. Mm -hmm. Not even special effects. Computer graphics, no one has ever thought of that. But now you'll get a real bird's eye view of the city. And I think that alone uh, really fulfills me up with joy. Yes, and as 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 for this session, I, I think uh, all this Edverse Insider, I think was very interesting because I'm just talking about moldy history <laughs> with my very unprofessional uh, input. And then everyone else uh, is talking about really technical stuff. So, so this strange combination, I think, is going to produce harmony in the end. Yes, that's right. I Beautiful think so music. as well. Mm -hmm. yes, thank you very much. And uh, yes, we will meet next week, uh, next yes. year. Goodbye. Yes. Okay. So bye bye. Yoyo toshi o mukai kudasai. Yoyo toshi o ありがとうございました. Thank you very much.